Welcome to Midnight Conversations. My name is Stephen Banos. And I'm Anandan Ambikaraja. Welcome, Anandan. How are you? Stephen. I'm good. I'm, I'm surprised that you're looking so chipper. I mean, you've done it. You've just mm-hmm. done a big drive, another uh, three-hour drive from Sydney for you, So, and then straight into the podcast. So a man who doesn't rest is who you are. How, how are you feeling? Well, you doing okay? I'm, no, I'm, I'm feeling good. I mean, it's not, it's not quite a three-hour drive because my foot is hard on that pedal the whole way down. I'm, I'm, I'm very used to that drive. <laughs> that what? sounds like you're the perfect mm-hmm. candidate for uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Actually, that's right. today's uh, <laughs> paper, I actually specifically sought out to uh, for exactly for you, you and, and for the purpose of you. For people <laughs> oh, no. at home who don't okay. know or who aren't sure what the Darwin Awards are, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, but more interestingly, we're going to be talking about the sex differences related to the Darwin Awards. So if people don't know what the Darwin Awards are, essentially... People who win the Darwin Award, uh, they are people who die in such a idiotic manner that their action ensures the long-term survival of the species by selectively allowing one less idiot to survive. Those aren't my words. Those are the words of the authors in this paper. <laughs> That's how they describe it. Um, yep. Stephen, do you feel like you are a candidate for the Darwin Awards in future? Do you <sighs> feel like it's something that you're aspiring to achieve? What, what are your thoughts on that? I, I had not heard of the Darwin Awards until I read this paper. Oh, and, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, look, as I was reading through some of the stories, I was like, yeah, good. <laughs> like, respect to that guy. What a legend. <laughs> yeah. um, well, one of the key things for the Darwin Awards is you, it's a mm. uh, posthumous award, which is that you have to have died to have received it. So all the people that we talk about today have died in some sort of comical manner. Um, but... Of, of such magnitudes i think what's interesting is is why the people engage in these behaviors uh, which are of, of such high risk but what's even more interesting is this paper looks at look these darwin awards have been around for a long time and and these authors are interested in well are there sex differences are men more likely than women or women more likely than men to die from idiotic causes i guess and mm. um, what, what, what were your thoughts when reading about uh, the darwin awards Stephen? do you, did you mm. think of anything in particular did it surprise you about um darwin awards and the conceptualization of it um, i was definitely surprised i was i was really interested in this paper because it seems like it didn't it wasn't really trying to draw any conclusions more just start the conversation is that is that fair to say yeah definitely yeah. i think so this in- paper was published in the bmj which is that mm. famous paper we a journal where we've done lots of papers from and and if people remember a throwback to our very first episode which was the science of the disappearing teaspoons uh, mm. this is a similar type issue where they do some sort of like comical but sort of real science based off of like any question and they answer it that way so so mm. it, it's a christmas issue uh, edition of the bmj the british medical journal so so it's sort of starting out at the thought that men are men are dumb men are men are trying to kill themselves in stupid well, ways i mean i don't know i don't know if anyone's trying to kill themselves i think it's just <laughs> they are they engaging in more high risk behaviors than women that's how they sort of say it. they say you know a lot of studies have have sort of said that men are at more risk than female to females to die from yeah, be admitted to the emergency department for accidental injuries 
um, be admitted for sports injuries and more likely to have road traffic collisions with a higher mortality rate. So, Stephen, mm. that's that's you. That's you slamming on your pedal. And, oh. <laughs> yeah, or from Sydney and Canberra. I think I think it's important that you you realize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and, I look for the most part. For the most part, I'm I'm a safe driver. Let's not. You know, you criticize me too much. Yeah, yeah, I am. I look. I've, I've, I've done some stupid driving maneuvers in my past. Okay. I have some friends that could attest to that. But for the most part, I'm very sensible. Okay, fair enough. I, I don't <laughs> I believe it, to. but we'll, we'll, we'll move past. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess what what these authors uh, do is they look back in the records for the Darwin Awards and they try to see. Well, are quite simply, are more men. Uh, awarded the Darwin Award or are more women? And again, the Darwin Award is uh, people who die from idiotic situations or reasons. Uh, so what idiotic risk is, is they give a few examples. Um, it's something that's senseless risk where the apparent payoff is negligible or non-existent and the outcome mm. is often extremely negative and often final. This reminded me of you so much, Stephen, because you're the kind of guy who's like, what would happen if we just did that? What, what, what do you think would happen if we just, you know, oh, climb that yeah. tree or if we set that thing on fire? What would, what would go on? I feel like uh, I'm not, I should right. clarify. These are not things you've said, but things that I imagine you saying. <laughs> I, I am definitely not an extreme example of that. But yeah, I, I think it's fair for you to, to make that comment. I am more inclined to, to take on something stupid just like because cause it's funny because... I don't I know. Didn't, I actually didn't think you'd roll over that easy, but no, fair enough. No, it's it's true. It's true. I, you know, this this paper did make me reflect on on some of the things that I've done. So. Well, that's good. Well, okay, Stephen, uh, as uh, I'm going to start going on your side here for a second, uh, okay. and just say that um, the things that I've witnessed you do that may qualify for this award, given that you're still alive, you wouldn't qualify. But you've not yes. done some of the stupid things that have been listed here. For example, yeah, uh, what they try to give an example of. Uh, what is and isn't a Darwin Award. So, for instance, Darwin Awards are unlikely to be awarded to individuals who shoot themselves in the head while demonstrating that a gun is unloaded. So that's not a situation where a Darwin Award is given because this occurs too often, sadly, and, and is classified <laughs> as an accident. In contrast, candidates who, shooting, who them, shoot themselves in the head to demonstrate that the gun is loaded may be eligible for a Darwin Award such as a man who shot himself in the head with a spy pen weapon to show his friend that it was real. Um, mm. Quite a traumatic situation, but uh, let's, let's, let's move past that with some yeah. dark humor. Um, to qualify, nominees must improve the gene pool by eliminating themselves from the human race using astonishingly stupid methods. Uh, so there's, there's a bunch of examples. One of my personal favorites they use was um, the terrorist mm. who posted a letter bomb with insufficient postage stamps and who, on its return unthinkingly opened his own letter so uh not that's, a, not, yeah I, not. I find that one hard to believe that's brilliant so that's, well, i was looking at because i was so interested in these things i you can just search them up online darwinawards.com and you'll find them all up there these authors mm. looked at uh people from a 20-year period 1995 2014 it's crazy when you hear some of the things uh that that people done they they sound mm. so unbelievable but I mean, clearly, clearly they've, they've happened. <laughs> I, I did, I did look up a few. There's uh, oh, the yeah? man Throw them at me. stealing, stealing a ride home by hitching a shopping trolley to the back of a train only to be dragged two miles to his death before the train was able to stop. That one was in the paper, wasn't it? Uh, I yeah, think it was. I, I think so. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But go on, hit, hit me um, What else do you have? Yeah, there was a there was a man who was uh, walking by a river with his wife, and he was uh, arguing with her. He was losing the argument, and he decides to throw his wife into the river. 
and then he jumps in after her trying to push her down under the water again but the problem for him was that she could swim but he couldn't and he then drowned <laughs> i think that's a great example because it it clarifies one of the things where i think for the darwin wards you can't harm someone else so even in mm. that situation someone was harmed the person who did the harming ended up dying and the other person's okay. So I think it disqualifies you if you put harm onto someone else. Um, yep. But it, it says in this paper, there are five rigorous selection criteria used, death, style of death, veracity, capability, and self-selection. So the candidate must first be eliminated from the gene pool. The candidate must show an astounding misapplication of common sense. The event must be verified. The candidate must be capable of sound judgment. And the candidate must be the cause of his or her own demise. So that's that's mm. the key criteria. So um, yeah, good example there. Um, yeah. So let's let's get straight into what these people okay. did. I mean, quite a, it's quite simple. They just looked at the number of men or women who had been awarded a Darwin Award and saw, well, are there more men than women? And what they found was that over all the Darwin Award, there were four hundred thirteen nominations, and uh, out of all of them, there are three hundred eighteen cases that were eligible. Uh, 282 Darwin Awards were awarded to males and just 36 given to females. So that was 88.7% of Darwin Award winners were mm. men. That, what are your thoughts on that, Sue? What do you, what do you, is that surprising to you? Do you feel like it's fair? Does it make sense? What do you think are some of the reasons behind that? Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's the question, isn't it? Mm. What what are the reasons? What's causing it? And it's it's interesting. It didn't surprise me. Um, you, you think of, in general of, men are more likely to take risks or die yeah, from yeah, idiotic def- behaviors? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I I don't I just don't know whether it's kind of like a biological thing, whether testosterone like maybe kind of impedes our judgment in some way. Um, yeah. To me, I pro- I probably feel like it's more a social thing, like men feel there's there's like that that idea of toxic masculinity masculinity where we right. feel like we need to show our strength as often as possible and we do that by kind of facing danger yeah um and, and we gain we seem to gain some kind of respect from that or we think we do yeah um so so i think it might be stemming from that mm. is that where where you were thinking i was like i think risk-taking is essential, right? Like, I think we talked about this a little bit with our previous podcast on risk-taking. Mm. And we said risk-taking is essential when it comes from, you know, an evolutionary standpoint, people needed to take risks to see whether fruits or vegetables are safe to eat or not safe to eat or, um, you know, how do you, you know, hunt down something. Like, all these things, risk-taking behaviors are essential and, and they allow us to learn. But this isn't, this isn't really risk-taking. This is sort of... Uh, beyond that it's senseless risk which is what the authors say which is why i couldn't really conceptualize it so it was it was useful to me that these authors had a few ideas as to why this these results were what they were so one uh explanation was that i mean the most concrete like simple one you could say is that just men are idiots and that was the the finding that took off in the headlines is like new study confirms that men are idiots and it was just like plastered everywhere. Um, but mm. I mean, the alternative explanations is that there's some kind of selection bias, perhaps. Uh, women are um, more likely to nominate men for the award than men nominating women. Uh, so that's one possibility. Or that uh, there is some kind of reporting bias. So idiotic male candidates may be more newsworthy than idiotic female Darwin Award candidates for some reason. So that's a possibility. So they were going through different things, but it was 
I just, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. They give another example of um, the award winners seem to make little or no real assessment of the risk or attempt at risk management. They just do it anyway. Uh, in some cases, the intelligence of the award winner may be questioned. For example, the office workers watching a construction worker de uh, demolishing a car park in the adjacent lot must have wondered about the man's intelligence. After two days of office speculation, how does he plan to remove the final support to crash the car park down safely? They discovered on the third day he didn't have a plan. The concrete platform collapsed, crushing him to death and flattening his mini ex uh, excavator. So, um, yeah, really. Uh, and they do say one thing is alcohol may play an important part in many of the events leading to the Darwin Award. I mean, do you, yep. it, it, it could be that, uh, and unfortunately in this study, they couldn't really control for these things, but... Um, mm. I, did, I did read one there was a guy that was like doing acrobatics on a booze cruise like oh, really? on a ship yeah and, and and fell into the water and drowned oh jeez yeah. well that's Look. sort of aerobic uh, aerobic acrobatics right yeah uh, I mean to be drunk is that what it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of acrobatics <laughs> I don't think that's what he was uh, intending to, to pull off you don't know you know, you know it knows that right <laughs> but okay so so when they categorize it as like senseless mm. Um, senseless decision making. I yeah. kind of disagree with that. I think it's just that they like the reasons for the decision are less apparent. Like, okay, just I mean, if someone's making a decision to do something stupid because they're showing off to their friends, I mean, that reason might be quite like significant to them. They're feeling yeah. that that need to show off and to gain that approval from people, and so yeah. there is sort of some justification there just because others might not perceive that as being like you know a, a solid rationale for their de decisions yeah doesn't mean it's not one so that's why i think it i think it's kind of unfair to categorize it as senseless yeah interesting i think it's one of those things where i mean there's definitely a committee right who helps decide whether it's worthy of a darwin award or not so mm. maybe they go through these exact conversations that you're going through of is it senseless or is it not like mm. if it's if it it communally seems senseless. I guess it could be considered that. But, uh, there's like a, there was just another one that I read. There was like a guy that got um, bitten by a cobra and his okay. mate's like, oh, let's go to hospital, man. That's, that's, that's bad. And he's like, no, nah, no, I'm a bloke. I can handle it. And then he goes to the pub and he has a couple of drinks and then dies later on. Now, and, and you're saying that's not, <laughs> <laughs> I, now, I, I don't know what you're exactly, how that example supports <laughs> that idea. So you're saying that's well, not senseless. I mean, if in his mind he thinks that he might not die from this cobra bite yeah. uh, and he can gain approval from his peers at the pub. Yeah. I mean, there's there's obviously the misinformation that the cobra venom is, is gonna, going to kill him soon, I guess. Yeah. So, I, well, look, I don't know. I'm trying to defend this guy I in know. some way. I, I, I think, think he's cool. I think this if is a weird hill for you to die on when <laughs> it comes to If a guy walked into a bar and said, hey, Steve, I've been bitten by a cobra, I would yeah. be like, that is mad. Let me grab your beer. And, and then we should probably go to the hospital. This is why at your funeral, <laughs> I'm going to read out I'm, all I'm going to do. My eulogy will just be playing this podcast of the Dark Wars. <laughs> I'll be like, there were signs, people, you know, the, we could have predicted it, but it's just you know, no one stepped in. And Stephen, um, this is me stepping in, saying whatever you're going to do something that you view other people would think is senseless, but you don't think is senseless. Mm -hmm. That's why you just got to send me a message. Just be like, hey, I'm thinking of getting bit by a cobra. going to go into a bar. What do you think? I'll be like. Yeah, no, I, I my, my tombstone should read whatever happened. He believes it was justified, and that's all that really? matters. <laughs> right? Okay, 
That's a big statement to say for the number of points you go at. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, that's a good point. Don't take that out of context. Um, <laughs> um, but, okay, so you're, you feel like the idea is that whether or not something is considered as uh, senseless is, is up for mm. debate. But other than that, I mean, okay. let's, the, the core takeaway about men being higher in the idiotic risk-taking than females, you feel is understandable mm given the results it wasn't really surprising on your end does it make you reevaluate does it make you more concerned about your own behaviors knowing that you're you as men are at higher risk possibly does that does that make you yeah look it, it makes me concerned yeah. it makes me it makes me more so interested and seeing as i have a a neuropsychologist here or well someone who studied neuroscience, uh, yeah, neuroscience <laughs> um, yeah. talking to me now it's probably yep. worth me asking what 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 do you really think is at play here Oh, do you, yeah. yeah, so so many things. I think okay. I think a lot of what the authors say is important, but I think, you know, alcohol is definitely a factor. You know, drug use is another factor. You know, there, there's, you know, not but not just like uh, taking those factors aside. If you just look at the acts themselves, uh, mm. why is it that men have higher rates than women in, in this award? I, I think it, it's very possible that it could be some sort of selection bias, which is what the uh, authors are trying to point at like it could be that men are overreported or or in in one case because i i uh i can't really see a, a a biological or social reason as to why there's more likely to have men but maybe mm. you know there's more research out there that may show that there's a difference but I, for me this is just such a massive effect of you know 88 percent uh were, were were men that i i i am a bit skeptical of mm. that um, but I mean, this is what the findings show. So I, I think there's a lot of other factors that need to be considered when examining this. But in, it, it's interesting on the face of it, and I think that's what uh, took people's fascination with this. Mm. Um, in in any of the other kind of studies, or you know, in your research, have you noticed differences in decision making patterns of men and women? Is that kind of yeah, a general? Definitely, there there's right? yeah. a lot. There can be differences between men and women within certain facets of you know thinking and. Uh, reasoning all, all sorts of uh, things uh, but these differences uh, vary they can be you know very nitty-gritty differences they're they're small um, and can be in different areas but broadly speaking it's um, when it comes to risk-taking I don't know much research about the differences between men and women and this has made me more interested in it so mm. I, I mean there are differences between men and women in a lot of things and that's why we always in our statistical models we adjust for sex to make sure that the differences aren't due to gender so um yeah hmm. re- really interesting but i i definitely think more research is needed before being too concerned but it, it yeah. you know i mean for you feel free i mean if you take this as a warning to be more sensible in life i'm i'm happy if you can live yeah. my if you can live to 40 um yeah, I'm, I'm sending <laughs> you a, 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 a present i think you you've done well i think uh, thir- 30 i have you in the about 35 I've picked uh, for your... 35, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what did you think? Do you, did you think you could live oh. forever? Is that the... When, when I was younger and, and much stupider, I, I thought, um, you know, maybe 27, I was going to go out like it's Hendrix 20. and yeah, I was going to join the 27 club, which is <laughs> yeah. scary because I turned 27 in 10 days, so... 
Ah, we'll okay. uh, we'll see we'll see what the next year Stay brings. Stay tuned for this, the next. This would be really yeah. like conversations. If you do uh, enjoy presenting on a podcast, uh, feel free to send us through an email <laughs> so that I can have a backlog in case uh, Stephen doesn't oh, make it. But geez, uh, that's, that's going to be an ominous recording. There <laughs> if, uh, if go right. you are someone named Stephen, so that I don't need to go through a big explanation of oh, look, this is what happened to the previous Stephen. I could just be yeah. seamless and just be like, hey, Stephen, welcome. And it can be some other guy saying, hey, how did it? Hey, so um, oh, that's they can that's impersonate the my voice and <laughs> yeah. and, and but poor it's it, it saying that yeah. uh, Stephen I do hope you live past 27 past 35 you know to to arrive yeah. oh, well and, thank uh, you that, that means you, a lot to me yeah no good and just don't don't be a Darwin Award winner I think is the key but if you're interested in these Darwin Awards feel free to check them out uh, like mm. I said darwinawards.com and you can check out this paper as with any of our papers I don't think we say it enough but Whenever you check out our podcast in the description, we always link through to the paper. So you can mm. click on that link, uh, throw it into Google Scholar, and uh, you will find that paper. So yeah. uh, hopefully that's if, of interest to you. If you're struggling with that, just email us at midnightconversationspodcast.gmail.com. We'll send you the paper, the link yep. to the paper, yep. and anything else you want. Definitely. And uh, if, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. How legal is it? I don't know. Uh, there are some legalities around that, but let's just say <laughs> if you send us a um, an email, we'll send you something back. It may be a paper. Something. It may yes. be, you know, it may just be a, a nice message, uh, but there will be some attachment. We can guarantee you that. Oh, right? yeah. I'll draw Anadin using paint and send it no, to you. No, yeah, nice. Okay, hmm. cool. Yeah. Sort of uh, my skills. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> say that. Um, thank you very much, guys. Uh, what did you think of the Darwin Awards? Do you find anything of interest that would uh, pique your interest we'd love to hear feel free to tweet mm-hmm. us or uh, tag us on Instagram do people tag us yes. on Instagram I feel like that's a thing yeah yeah people tag on Instagram Midnight yeah. Conversations podcast that's and, on Instagram uh, stay alive and don't die from down word try not to Midnight Conversations Midnight Conversations